0: Good evening. The makers of the new Rinso bring you the Amos and Andy Show with their guest tonight, Peter Lorre. lot of people, an auction sale is a very serious business. But to Andy, it's just another way of keeping himself occupied without resorting to that distasteful thing called work. Andy has just returned from one of these auctions now, and he's in his office talking to his friend Amos and the kingfish.
1: So you've been at one of them auctions again, ain't
2: you, son?
0: Yeah, but this time I done bought something.
2: Uh, what did you buy, Brother Andy? I don't know, but I paid five dollars for it. Oh, five dollars.
1: Yeah. Uh, how come you pay five dollars for something that you don't know what what is?
2: Well, Amos, you know how they works it at these auctions. You bid, uh, you know, you bids by nodding your head. huh. Well, the auctioneer man put this thing up just as I was dozing off, and... He say, who'll bid five dollars? My head kind of dropped down. He say, you got it. <laughs> yeah, and you done dozed yourself right out of five bucks there. That's what you done. Yeah. Hey, lightning. Lightner. Lightner. Bring it right in here. Uh, what has he got there?
1: I'll help you with it, Lightning.
2: Uh, set it right down here.
1: Uh, yes, uh, just kind of steady it there for me, Miss Amos, if you will.
2: Okay, Lightning, you can go now.
1: Uh, you promised to pay me 50 cents for this, Miss Andy.
2: Yeah, well, send me an itemized statement of the whole business.
1: <laughs> uh, but, uh, Miss Andy, you can't itemize one item. Andy, you mean to say you paid $5 for that old steamer trunk? What is in it?
2: Well, that's what I don't know. You see, fellas, instead of going to one of them regular auctions, I went to one of them railroad auctions where they sell what they call unclaimed baggage. Oh, yeah, and I know what you mean. Uh, uh, where you don't know what's inside or nothing and neither do the railroad company. Yeah, that's right. I ain't been able to open it yet because it's got them steel bands around it and... On top of that, it's locked, and there ain't no key for it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me this, Andy. uh, Why did you buy something like that? Uh, You ain't got so much money that $5 don't mean nothing to you.
2: Uh, Wait a minute, though, Amos. You can't tell nothing yet till he opens the trunk. His whole future might be inside there. Yeah, that's right, Amos. My whole future might be right in that steamer trunk. Who knows what's in there?
1: Well, it seems to me the thing to do, then, is to see what's inside the trunk.
2: Well, I don't know how we're going to get them steel bands off there and all that. I ain't got no tools for it. Uh, wait a minute, sir. Uh, how about taking the thing over to Fluke Harris's basement? He got a laboratory down there, you know, and, uh, he's an inventor, and, uh, he can most likely invent a way to open the trunk. Yeah, come on, Kingfish. We'll carry it over there. Uh, Lightning, you stay here in the office and hold down the fort.
1: Uh, yeah, sir, Miss Anderson.
2: Because I'm going to be busy with this thing for a while, so. If anybody comes in with any business deals or anything, why, Lightning, you tell them that you don't know where I is. How are you coming there, Flukey?
3: I'm coming along pretty good with the thing, Miss Lander.
2: Uh, listen, Flukey, uh, we ain't paying you know uh, for the time that you were spending on hammering your thumb there.
3: Uh. Yes, yeah, well, I think I got it here, fellas. All I got to do now is a little prying here. Yeah, there we is. That's got it.
2: Yeah, boy, that was some job.
3: Now, uh, what about the lock?
2: Yeah, can you open that, Fluky?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, well, I'll try. Uh, Kingfish, look in my scientific equipment there in the box and see if you can find me a hairpin. <laughs>
4: Please pardon me. I say, please pardon me. Uh, 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 yes, sir. uh, yes, sir. yes. Is
1: this
4: Mr. Brown's office?
1: Uh, yes, sir. Uh, did you want to see somebody?
4: Oh, I'm so sorry to have awakened you.
1: Oh, that's all right. I was going to wake up later anyhow.
4: <laughs> is this Mr. Andrew Brown's office?
1: Uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. This is his office, but he ain't here right now.
4: My name is Peter Lorre. Uh,
1: I, I didn't get the name, but what, what is it again?
4: Well, it's unimportant, but uh, I would like to see Mr. Brown about a steamer trunk. One that has metal bands around it.
1: Well, he wouldn't be interested in that, I sure, because he bought one just like that this morning. I said, he don't
4: want that. <laughs> Yes, that's the one I wish to see him about.
1: Yeah, I said, well, I don't think he'd be interested in selling it, neither, because I hear him say that his whole future lies in that trunk.
4: And it so happens that my whole future lies in that trunk, too.
1: There sure is a lot of futures in there, ain't it?
4: <laughs> Do you know where I can find Mr. Brown?
1: Uh, no, sir, I don't know where you can find. Uh, Miss Brown left here a while ago with the trunk to see if he could get them bands off and see what was in the thing.
4: Young man, that trunk must not be opened. And for the safety of all concerned... It would pay you to find Mr. Brown. Oh, uh, please pardon me, but I I cannot stress too strongly the importance of finding him at once. And when you find him, I would suggest that you tell him uh, that it would be advisable, and I am willing to.
2: Fluky, you ain't getting nowhere with that hairpin. Uh, yeah, Flukie, uh, uh ain't you got a skeleton hairpin around here that will fit any lock?
3: Well, I tell you, fellas, I'm doing the best I can. Don't forget that the whole principle of a lock is to keep people out. And it just so happens that this lock is making a good job of it.
2: <laughs> oh, look, Kingfish, maybe you better go out and get a locksmith somewhere. All right, all right, Ander. that's what I'll do. I'll go out and try to dig up one. Uh, see you in a little while, fellas. I'll get on up the steps. Be sure to get a good locksmith too. Well, Lightning, uh, what you doing over here? Uh,
1: I was, uh, I was uh, just uh, going down uh, uh, the sea in Fluke's basement. Is Mister Andy down there with Flukey?
2: Yeah, he's down there. Uh, what you want to see him about, Lightning?
1: Well, uh, a man come to the office to see him about uh, about the trunk. Uh, there's some reporting stuff. I gotta tell Mister Andy about it right away.
2: Oh, there is, huh? Now, don't rush, don't rush. Just take it easy. What you got to tell him?
1: Well, the man say that the trunk belonged to him, and uh, uh, he'd been away for a long time, and he went down to the railroad station to claim it, and he found out that Mr. Andy done bought it at auction, and he said that he'll give Mr. Andy uh, $50 for the trunk, and Mr. Andy must not open up the trunk, or he won't give him nothing, and he give me his address where... Miss Andy can take the trunk tonight and get $50 and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, I guess that's all he say. <laughs> well,
2: sure is interesting, Lightning. Uh, want to give Andy $50 for the trunk, huh? Uh, what is the man's name and address?
1: Well, I didn't get his name, but here's his address fit on a piece of paper right here.
2: Uh thank you, Lightning. I'll uh, tell Andy about it.
1: Uh, Wait a minute, though. I suppose to find my son and tell him right away, he got to be told fast.
2: Yeah, I know he's got to be told fast, but you was a slow talker, and that's the trouble. Yeah, I ought to be the one to tell him, because I was a fast talker. One, two, three, four, five. Look at
1: that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can rattle that stuff off. I I, I really rattles it off.
1: Uh, I sir, that sure was fast, all right.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I can talk even faster than that. But there uh, wouldn't be no point to it. You see, Lightning, I can talk 178 words a minute. But Andy can only listen
1: 112. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I sure would like to tell him myself.
2: Uh, uh, uh No, Lightning, no. Don't do that. Listen, I got a better idea. Let me copy this down, that address there. I'll copy this down here. This address that you give me here, you see. Now, here, you take it, too. Here it is. Now. You go to the man's place here and tell the man that Andy will be up with the trunk tonight unopened.
1: All right, Brother Kingsley. I'll tell the man.
2: Hmm. Fifty bucks, huh? Well, boys, no luck. Uh, Just down to the drugstore, phoned five locksmiths. Couldn't find none of them in nowhere. Oh, no luck, huh? That's great. Uh, say, Andy, uh, I wonder if you'd mind uh, going up the steps with me. Uh, I want to talk to you private and confidential and under your hat. Yeah. Uh, just take a second or two. Yeah, well, uh, I don't mind. Uh, excuse us, Flukey, will you?
3: Oh, yes, sir. that's all right. I'll just put her around here in the basement and invent something. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll be here when you all come back.
2: Uh, what do you want to speak to me about, Kingfish? Well, uh now, and uh, we as always been partners in just about everything. Mm. But about this trunk deal, frankly, old pal, I, I kind of feel left out of things. Yes, huh? Yeah, I I don't have that partnership feeling that we usually have together. No. Now, why don't you let me put up two dollars and a half, Andy, and let me buy half interest in this thing would you? Well, if you really uh, want to it's a deal, it's a deal, oh. it's a deal, it's a deal. <laughs> Now look here. Uh, we'll draw up the agreement right now. Now I got a fountain pen right here. Uh, here, here's, here's some paper on this table right here. Sit down over here. Come over here and sit down. Come on. Uh, right yeah, down. yeah, do that. Yeah. Now sit right down. Now, uh, of uh we want to make this thing legal. Oh yeah, sure. We got to do that. Yeah. I'll just uh, write at the top of the paper here. State of New York, November the fifth, nineteen forty-three. Uh, do that sound legal so far? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh... We is within the law there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, what is you making all them lines on the paper there for? Uh, just, uh, just drawing some lines on there. Now, there we now. Now, at the top of the contract, uh, for the first inch, we'll do that, uh, party of the first part stuff. Check. Uh, then we'll take the next two inches for the ipso factors and the null and voids and all them things. Hmm. And another two inches for the extra clauses and the loopholes.
5: Oh. <laughs> Now,
2: uh, let me see here. Well, that leaves us about, uh, three inches for the sealing wax and the ribbon. Yeah, yeah. That'll make a nice looking contract, all right? Yeah, you're right. Something to be proud of. Uh, now, uh, let's start writing the thing here. Uh, I say here at the beginning of it, I, George Stevens, being the party of the first part. Wait a minute. Wait a
5: minute.
2: <laughs> I ain't playing no second party and no party and no first part. Well, Andy i got to be the party of the first part. Hold it. Hold it right there. I is going to be the party of the first part. You will? Yeah, I is. Now, wait a minute, you. Well, Andy, I was very happy that these contracts is all drawn up and signed. Yeah, read me that stuff up in the beginning again, will you, Kingfish? Oh, yeah, start uh, at start the contract. Say uh, here, Andrew H. Brown and George Stevens both being party of the first part.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's
2: what you mean? Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear right there. All right, Andrew, now look here. I'll give you 2 dollars half. Here he is. Now, here... With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Now, let's get back down in the basement and see what we can do about opening that trunk. Oh, brother Andy, I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Pardon dear, there's something I forgot to tell you. <laughs> it just slipped my mind. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. I got a feeling that I just bought two dollars and a half's worth of bad news. Oh, no, it's good news, Andy. Good news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Now listen. The man that owns the trunk has done traced it to us Hmm. and has done offered us $50 for it. (laughs) (laughs) Funny how those things like that can slip my mind. Yeah, it is. Kept right on slipping, too, till after the contract was signed. (laughs) Kingfish, you done pulled a fast one on me. Oh, now, Brother Andy, don't say that to me. Don't. Don't hurt my feelings.
5: <laughs> oh,
2: you know how senseless I am. No. How? Just tell me, how can a partnership last when one partner talks to another one that way?
5: Mm. Well, and on top of that,
2: you, you ain't never going to regret this, Andy. Because I'm going to tell you something. I done already figured out a way how we going to get more than $50 for the trunk. Yeah. Let me ask you one question, Kingfish. What is it, partner, dear? How, <laughs> how come that you remembered all this when I say something about opening that trunk? Oh, there's another thing that I want to tell you. The man will only give us the money if he gets the trunk back unopened. Hmm. Unopened. That's a funny thing, ain't it? Now, listen. Listen to your partner. Uh, Look here. We're going to take the trunk up to the man tonight. But first, we is going up to your room at the boarding house and get dressed up, because I is got an idea.
0: The Kingfish and Andy have dressed up in their best clothes and are now taking the trunk to the man's apartment.
5: Uh,
2: this is the apartment right here, Andy. Yeah, you you know, I was getting kind of nervous. Now, just calm yourself, Andy. There's nothing to be worried about. Lightning say that this man is such a nice, polite, sweet gentleman. Mm. Yeah, Lightning say that he would always say stuff like, uh, if you don't mind and pardon me and I sorry to trouble you. Oh, boy, we really going to push him around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll ring the doorbell. Yeah, now remember, uh, when we go in here and see him, uh, act like we as rich men. Like $50 don't mean nothing to us. Okay, Kingfish, I got the idea. And try not to laugh when I start making a sucker to the guy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, good evening, gentlemen. Won't you come in?
2: Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, get a hold of one end of the trunk there, will you? Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, you can put it right there, if you please. Uh, Won't you sit down? Oh, well, we can't stay too
2: long. We're going to a big cafe. Each one of us is going to have a $2 supper with all the trimmings. And, and we always leave a big tip for them, too. Oh, yeah, we really kick money around.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah we even check our hats with a hat check, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure our business won't take long. Oh, yeah, uh, nice little
2: apartment you got here. Oh, you don't mind if I smoke a big, expensive 25-cent cigar,
4: do you? No, not at all.
2: Yeah, this is a nice room you got here. Nice decorations you got on the wall there, too. Uh, Tell me this, mister. Is them uh, real guns hanging up there?
4: Well, they they shoot bullets, if that is what you mean. Do uh, you ever shoot one of them guns? Oh, occasionally. Uh, What do you shoot at, them targets with the round circles on them, a little bit of hole in the middle? (laughs) No, no, no. I don't shoot at uh, that kind of target.
2: Uh, what do you do then? Uh stick tin cans on the fence and pop them off that
4: kind of thing? No, I do not pop off cans. Then uh maybe go out and shoot birds, huh? <laughs> no, I I don't shoot birds, uh. Birds have a right to live.
3: <coughs> no, yeah. <yes. laughs>
5: uh,
2: well, uh uh what else is there to shoot? Oh,
4: there are things.
2: Oh, uh, wait a minute. Uh we are in the right place here, ain't we? I just want to ask you, mister, you is the sweet man, ain't you? The one to say, please, all the time, sorry, trouble, and pardon me and all that stuff? Oh, you sure got a nice, comfortable place here, all right. Uh, I can see that you kind
4: of take life easy, don't you, mister? Yes, I... I take life very easy.
2: (laughs) Yes, I... I, 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 Uh, 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 just one more question I want to ask you. Uh... uh, You know how people's is always joking. Uh, you was uh, kind of a kid, ain't you? You know what I mean? Uh, well, a uh, lot of things you say don't mean. Uh, you joke a lot and all that stuff, don't
4: you? Well, I do have my lighter moments.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah.
4: Uh, now uh, let's get down to business. Oh, that's an excellent idea. Of course, I assume you haven't opened the trunk. Uh, no, sir. No, 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 sir. We we don't know what's in there. Very good. Now, according to our agreement, I'll pay you fifty dollars, and you leave the trunk here.
2: Oh, uh, just a minute now, Mother. Just a minute there. Hold yourself there. Uh, we has done seed by now, and you has done seed that we is rich men. Now, after all, uh, we is going to have the $2 supper after we leave here, and to are going to smoke another 25-cent cigar. Yes.
4: <coughs> what are you trying to say? Oh, uh, we just trying to tell you that $50 don't mean nothing to rich men like us. Oh, I can see you want more money. Uh, yes, sir. We want $65. <laughs> All right, I'll be very happy to pay you sixty five dollars.
2: In that case, we want seventy five
4: dollars. <laughs> All right, let's make it seventy five. Yeah, no, 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 We want a hundred. We want a hundred. I do not like bickering. It disturbs me. Well now, we're
2: just a minute here. This is a free country, and we as American citizens. And we got a right to
4: bicker if we want
3: bicker.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, we want a hundred dollars. And I must ask you again not to bargain with me Because it sometimes makes me do things That I'm very often sorry for uh, well, we is standing our ground Sixty-five dollars or nothing <laughs> Then it will be nothing Brother Andy, I think we got a little ground to spare We can back up there a little bit, yeah <laughs> Uh, Let's make it 50. Well, that was our original agreement. If you'll pardon me a moment, I'll get the money out of my desk here. Uh, Okay. Uh, Say, miss, uh, you know I got awful thirsty in the last five minutes. Uh, Can I get a drink of ice water around
2: here? I'm kind of hot, too.
4: Oh, you may go back in the kitchen and you'll find ice cubes in the ice box. Oh, yes, uh, uh, sir. Thank you a lot. Thank you a lot, sir.
2: Oh, that's uh, $50 that you is getting there. Is that right, mister?
4: Yes, it is. And uh, I know that you would rather have it in cash than a check. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, Cash don't keep bouncing back on you. Yeah, (laughs) That's very true, and it's very fortunate. Don't make a
0: move, anybody. We're
2: police officers. Keep them covered, boys.
4: What is the meaning of this intrusion? Never mind the small talk,
2: Laurie. We finally caught up with you in that trunk. Put the cops on him, Joe.
4: Oh, uh, wait a minute now, gentlemen. Look here. Now,
2: now, don't try to revolve me in this thing. I give you my word, Mr. I, I, I don't know even know what's in the trunk. But we know there's $200,000 worth of stolen negotiable securities in
4: there. We
2: knew it was in there the day it was checked at the depot.
4: And we've been waiting a year and a half for the owner to claim it. A year and a half for a policeman? Very clever. When the trunk wasn't
2: claimed, we let the auction go through, and we knew that the owner wouldn't be far away.
4: Yeah, sir, but, Mr.,
2: I was innocent. I tell you, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know none of this stuff. I, I didn't even know what was in the trunk. We know that. Yeah, said that's the truth, Mr. The way the things stand now, I got $2.50 invested in that trunk.
5: <laughs> well, I
2: guess you're just out $2.50. Oh, uh, yeah, sir, uh, excuse me a minute. I just want to go back in the kitchen. All right, come on, boys. Let's take a look around the room here before we get going.
5: Oh, what a pal was Mary. Oh,
2: what a pal was Mary! Uh, Brother Andrew, oh, uh, oh, yeah. ain't you got that glass of water yet? Oh, I haven't trouble with these ice cubes. I done busted my fingernail and everything else. You want a glass? Uh, no, thank you. Oh. Uh, partner dear, there's something that I want to talk to you about. <laughs> uh, my conscience has been gnawing at me. Oh, sure enough? About what? It's been saying to me, Kingfish, you ain't got no right to half interest in that $50. That money ought to all belong to Andy. No fooling. Is that what your conscience has been saying to you? <laughs> yeah, Andy, sometime I do believe that my conscience thinks more of you than it do of me.
5: LAUGHTER
2: yeah, well, uh, tell you the truth about this thing. You really is done pull a fast one on me this afternoon. Yeah, I know I done pulled one on you, Ander. And that's why I want to unpull it right now. <laughs> uh, here, uh, I got my contract. Is you got your contract with you? Yeah, sure, I got it right here. Uh, give me that. We'll tear them both up. Yeah, now course, you got to give me my two dollars and a half back so everything be level and even and all that stuff. We won't be fair about the thing, you know. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, I'll give you that right now. Here. Here it is. uh, There's one, two, and a half. Thanks, Andrew. I feel a lot better now. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, I ain't even thirsty no more. Come on, let's get back in the parlor. Okay, ex-partner, dear. You come right on here. You know, Kingfish, you was a pretty good pal after all. I would say that you... Uh, uh, hey, what is those cops doing in there? Where is they going with the man and the trunk? Brother Ander, I was glad you mentioned it. I forgot to tell you, it must have just slipped my mind. Uh, you say you ain't got no idea, Amos, why they wanted Andy to come down here to the police station, is you? Uh,
1: no, I ain't, uh... They just told me to come down and and told him to come, and uh, he asked me to come with him, and they say for him to come down as fast as he could, so I come down with him here. He's in the room there now with the police, I think.
2: Uh, When I hear that y'all was down here, I I figure I better come right over here, too, to make sure that Andy don't tell him that uh, I know nothing about this trunk mess.
1: Oh, in other words, Kingfish, you want to make sure that you are clear of the thing, don't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be implicated with that trunk. Uh, Of course, if Andy go to jail on account of it, I'll be glad to visit him and bring him some hot soup and things like that, you know.
1: Uh, Yeah, I know. Uh, Look, here comes Andy out the room now.
2: Yeah, maybe they're going to let him come out and say goodbye to us. Well, hello, fellas. Hello there. Uh, uh, Listen, Brother Andy, uh, you didn't revolve me in this thing, did you? Oh, no. You was in the clear, Kingfish. Oh, that's great. I know that you would protect me. Uh, Say, wait a minute. What is that money you got there in your hand? Ex-partner, dear.
5: <laughs>
2: I am glad you mentioned that. But the reason I come down here was to collect this reward. It must have just slipped my mind. <laughs>
0: sure to join us next Friday night at this same time when the makers of the new Rinseau will again present the Amos and Andy show, and at which time Amos and Andy will have as their guest, Mr. Lionel Barrymore. Till then, this is Harlow Wilcox speaking for all of us, thanking Peter Laurie for appearing with us tonight, and bidding all of you a pleasant good night.
5: 18- plus.